0: No! <laughs>
1: Good. Evil.
2: Life. Death. Podcasts. Not podcasts. Alex's new poetry course. (laughs) Going pretty well. This is Riverdale. After dark.
0: After dark. I don't know what was creepier, the intro music or whatever that was.
2: Yeah, that was. I was just trying out my jughead, but I I'm not like jughead. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Thank You're you. You're the jughead of the trio of us. Yes. Well, I'm Alex. Yeah. I'm Justin.
1: I'm Pete. And as we said, this is Riverdale After Dark, an unofficial Riverdale Aftercast. Can we call it that? Is yeah, that fair? Aftercast.
2: That's a cool way of saying
1: it. Yeah, it's real cool. Now this it's is going to be a postcast. A postcast. Oh. Right. There we go. So we do a regular live show in New York called Comic Book Club for the Nerdist Network. That happens every Tuesday. Totally free. Please tell your friends. Good night. But this costs a lot of money.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, the budget. You wouldn't believe the champagne we (laughs) pop in in here.
1: Yes. uh, We're popping it because we're very excited about the third episode of Riverdale just on the CW. So before we get into the episode itself, we should do Mm. a quick bringing you up to speed. So in the first couple of episodes, we learned about Riverdale. We learned about Archie and Betty and Veronica and Jughead and all the rest of the
2: gang Mm. and how things are not going to be quite the same. There's a darkness to this town. It's the <laughs> town bit. with Pep, but it's actually the town with uh evil. Oh. You know, what's the opposite of Pep? Poop. Oh. No, I don't think that's right. Oh S- no? It yeah. sounds like it. A sleepiness. Sleepiness is not <laughs> it's the town with uh, a hangover.
1: Oh yeah, that's probably right. Uh so what's important to know going into this episode? I mean certainly you need to know that Jason Blossom has been killed. His sister Cheryl has just been arrested for his murder, or at least we think That's what's going on. Uh, We also found out that Jason died a week after we thought he did. Mm -hmm. Archie has some information on it. Betty and Veronica are kind of just starting to get into the love triangle thing, but not really with Archie that we know well from the comic books. And Jughead is friends with Archie again. I think that pretty
2: much covers it, right? That's basically it. Uh, Archie's having an affair with his teacher, Miss Grundy, which is a major point. Yep. Uh but otherwise, yeah, I think that's about where we are with the show.
1: All right. Well let's talk about Archie's Jack
0: too. <laughs> oh yeah, Archie's super jack. There was how many scenes Were Work there? construction for one summer guys, super jack. He lifted four cinder block cinder blocks over the course that's of the That's how
1: it works in CW land. It's yep. crazy. There's been a shirtless Archie scene every episode so far. Uh, yeah yeah first episode through the window second episode he was running hot and sweaty we talked about that a lot last time yeah and then this episode he was in the locker room and totally shirt off oh totally
2: shirts off in the (laughs) locker room just the way it was meant to be shirts off arch off shirts off butts up let's change our clothes if you're kj oppo who's playing archie
0: are you like yeah this is what i signed up for that's cool how do you yeah. feel about that?
2: That dude doesn't ever want to put a shirt on. What are you right? talking about? I this mean, if like I was that jacked,
0: on. I wouldn't have a problem with taking my shirt Yeah, off. what if
1: actually that is his shirt, right? Like, he has a muscle shirt that he's wearing, and he's you actually a... You think that's a
2: fake body? I think it's a fake body. If that's one oh, of our man. late reveals this season, is that right. his body's bullshit. He takes off.
0: <laughs> so it's like when someone wears a fake tuxedo shirt, but it's with, like, just yeah, a jack body. Let me ask
2: you, Pete, how often have you been fooled by a fake tuxedo oh, shirt? Oh, man. <laughs> All the time.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, well, let's talk about this episode... I'm really curious to can hear I, what, what I, you
0: guys think. Oh, Pete! Yes, I would like right, to go first. Let's get
1: into specifics. Well, overall, what do you think about the episode?
0: Best episode ever! What? Interesting. Yes. Okay, I
1: think I know why. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Why do you think? Is that it is? because Rage Betty?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was so great. Oh, interesting.
2: Is... I thought you were going to say, "Is it because of?" girls in bathing suits (laughs) no 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 No, pete could barely care about that yeah i know also
1: could barely care about a dance sequence or anything like that but uh well no no you do care about a dance sequence yeah um but uh but yeah you you like rage betty this has been one of the biggest surprises love Rage Betty.
0: also my love of this show is growing at a rate that makes me very (laughs) uncomfortable that's right where we want to be i Started off by being like, this show is ridiculous, I hate this show, I've never been a big fan of the comic, and now I can't wait for the next step.
1: Justin, what about you? How'd you feel about this
2: episode? Uh, it wasn't my favorite episode. I really liked last week's episode, because uh-huh. uh, the, uh, the Betty episode, as I call it, was, was so good. This episode, I like where the plot's going, it just wasn't my favorite stand-alone. Dude, fuck
0: you, man, because... Finally, we got to see Archie rolling with Josie and the Pussycats, and that was fucking phenomenal. That was cool. Uh, we learned so much about Archie's future in music. Uh,
2: Betty and Veronica played p- a pretty also, a crazy <laughs> prank on the dude. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to in a nuts. second. Yeah. I, I, so, you, this,
1: is, uh, this is the second time I watched the episode. I watched yeah. it through before. I'm not trying to brag you guys, I'm just trying to say for context. Cool, cool. The first time I watched it, it was so weird. It struck yeah. me as just really weird all over the about, place. Get Rage Betty at the end. It was a crazy thing to happen almost out of nowhere. No but way I, out of nowhere. It's been slowly building. I liked it a lot better watching it the second time. I have to say that I think there's a lot more to pick out that I enjoyed. Uh, ah. I think there's still some stuff that I'll take issue with, and I'm sure we're going to get to in a second. But overall, you know, it's. I like where they're pushing Betty and Veronica. A little Great Veronica episode. App. Really?
0: Yeah, because she was like, I will bring the ring. Like, she goes off a little bit, too. Like, you, you just don't... like people screaming at people. Yeah, I like when people lose their oh, shit. It makes me feel better. To
2: me, this was, uh, as a whole, uh, the Betty and Veronica episode. This cements yeah. their friendship. This episode was all about putting them together so that, as this, the series goes on, Archie can just, like a wedge... A love wedge, oh, a heart. love wedge. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the specific plot
1: points. So, as we mentioned, Cheryl is taken in to the principal's office for murder, as one is always wanted to do. The highest authority in Riverdale <laughs> is the
0: principal's <laughs> yeah, office. Yes, absolutely. We would not want to cross that. And then
1: she immediately admits that uh, she did not kill Jason, but she was lying about some stuff. It reveals what, from her perspective at least, actually happened that night or that day, which you can't six in the take morning. as true.
0: Yeah. Because she's already lied, so like well, this whatever is what she says. So we
1: find out that, from her perspective, they went out on a boat. Jason wanted to book it out of town. They got on the boat together, went across. We're going to say that Jason drowned. He was going to get in touch in about a couple of weeks, maybe a month or so, and he never did. And that's when she realized
2: he was dead, and she started to get sad. Um, do you trust her? No. Uh, no, because why would they dress up to fake his death? They dress right. up. It's like very, it's so ritualistic. Yeah. It, it seems very something else. They were not... They were doing something else there. Um, again, uh, I don't think she is the murderer, but right. I do think that there was something else going on there. There's been a lot totally of It's totally
0: part of the plan. They planned They, they, they planned something. They were going to jump off the boat, and he wasn't going to make RCP, it I see,
2: Pete, you don't trust redheads I in don't. any aspect of your life. I so don't. So this is a clear... Uh, Except
0: for Mary Jane. She's the only one I trust. Oh, from Spider-Man. Yep.
1: Uh, okay. Uh yeah, I, I don't know. I keep going back and forth about Cheryl. I love still what they're doing with her character in this episode that Agreed. I do think she's the definitely the bad girl. And she's taking, I think you mentioned this last episode, the mean girl place that Veronica has in the comics. And I think that's awesome. But there's also a real amount of pathos around her. And there's a real, she's arguably one of the deepest characters in the
2: show i like her a lot i like her character a lot i love her in this like she was like oh my brother would definitely would never be involved in this this football team thing and then she finds out that he was and she's like truly remorseful and she like feels genuinely bad like she's you don't
0: know that she's lying the whole
2: time but uh, i believe her emotional uh, arc each episode like i even may she may be lying about the details of her brother's death she's but like, i do think that she is going through shit, real dude, shit Dude, she's playing More you so, right now betty's emotions are less real than cheryl's how dare you say that slap all, pete Adam. don't <laughs> st- don't you dare how slap, dare slap you me say that. don't you slap you me take in, in the middle of our podcast you can't be physically violent with me you heard the sound effect he clearly slapped me alex i can't pete, believe you didn't put a pete, stop to that pete.
1: Do not give him
0: a sticky maple, okay? Do not give (laughs) him a sticky maple. Dude, we can't joke about that. That's awful.
2: What a great invention. (laughs) <laughs> for this show, that's clearly a meme, or uh, by now. Are you
1: sure, absolutely. By the time you're uh, listening to this podcast, I'm sure
2: we all have our own sticky maples in America. Now, let me ask you: sticky maple, perhaps in reference to some sort of uh, ejaculate? What? Uh, what are you doing right? So, no, what, what I'm are saying you is, talking is, how about? many things did they go through with the sensors before they landed on sticky maple?
1: Right. You think they went through like a bunch of food products, like like, like elusive tomato sauce, something?
2: <laughs> Just the writing process. I'm sure they had a big whiteboard with like big bunch of fluff Ooh. yeah yeah right <laughs> what about a jello juicer now oh, that's a little weird yeah
1: probably well we're jumping ahead exactly. a little bit but this does tie into the next thing one of the big plot lines of the episode is that betty is super upset at her journalist mom for just Publishing scurrilous rumors, just really rude yeah, rumors and she should be. Yeah. Her mom went, decides, you know what, I'm gonna be a journalist and I'm gonna restart the school paper yeah. and break big stories immediately because I'll tell you, I was in the school paper in high school and that's exactly what
0: happened. Yeah, I know
2: that's one hundred percent accurate. I was in the school paper excuse me, in college. Um oh, wow, well, you guys had
0: the same same life. Yeah. We yeah.
2: have the same exact life. Yeah. yeah was high school and college or the uh, Same thing as we learned um, in our previous podcast. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I will say Betty's mom. First off, her name is Alice Cooper. Yep, that's crazy. <laughs> her name <laughs> is Alice Cooper. Is it that way in the comics? Is she, is her name Alice Cooper in the comics? I don't think so. Okay, uh, but but maybe I, I didn't look it up. But the fact that her name is Alice Cooper and like that's just wild. And she's a psychopath. Like, right. She's behaving so erratically. This whole episode, she did bribe the coroner to like get all this info about his body, about Jason's body. Like she's a villain.
0: Yeah. The yeah. So I don't know why you were so surprised when Betty then goes on a kind of like a rage tangent. It's yeah, in I the mean, blood. I'm not something... surprised.
2: I'm saying that's a problem.
0: Yes. I. W- we also talked about this a little
1: bit last episode, but the adults are a weird thing. Like. Hermione, adults are weird. Yeah, adults are weird. Yeah. Not we'll like kids kid. forever, dude. Yeah. dude. Oh, what I like. Uh, Al- not Alice. Hermione and Fred, I think, are both very sympathetic, and they seem to be layered, and they seem to have plot lines going for them. The rest about. of the adults are just evil. They're just they're yeah. just horrible horrible parrots, including the Blossom parrots. You know, they, we get like a little glimpse of them yeah. this episode, but they're the same thing. They're just shrill and angry and upset, and that's pretty much it.
2: Uh, yeah, and uh, to get into that a little bit, there's a in this episode there's a uh, what is it a dance or it's yeah. like a it's like a party I guess mm-hmm. that Josie and the Pussycats play at and uh, all the adults are there, and they are just as, cat more so, catty and argumentative and, like, childish as the more than the kids. Uh,
1: yeah, this is, so this is something I was going to ask a little bit about later, but there's an interesting detail that they mentioned at the Taste of Riverdale. Was that what the event was? That's what it was. Yeah, the Taste of Riverdale. Uh, Very cool. That it was a lead-up to the Riverdale 75th anniversary jubilee. Mm. And that, to me, seems like, if there's going to be some sort of deep, dark history of Riverdale comes out involving the parents and all of this stuff going down, that's that's what it's leading up to. Oh, yeah. Stay equally. tuned for that. Nothing. Jebediah
2: Riverdale. Was oh, my a, God. He was in the middle of a love triangle uh-huh. with uh, <laughs> Goody Cooper <laughs> and uh, Lincoln Lodge. Oh, and, that's
1: you know, real good. That's yeah, very. I like yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're going to see a lot of this stuff go down, and a lot of this is set up. And clearly, we have gotten deeper with Fred and Hermione because Veronica and Archie are more sympathetic, at least at this point, uh, than Cheryl. But, yeah. Alice Cooper
2: is weird. Okay. She's super weird. Crazy the ma- the makeup wiping off scene. I got also got to say about Hermione Lodge. Is there not a better job in town than diner waitress uh so for she, her? Hey, yeah.
0: Why why you that's it's an honest living.
2: No, definitely. But she's someone who like like lived and like went to school. like I, I, sometimes,
0: sometimes we should You should mention, you know, sometimes those, life is hard and you got to just
2: take a job.
1: Pete, you know? Sorry to interrupt. You. We should just mention if, you, if you're at home, uh, Justin is currently sitting on a pile of gold
2: like a dragon. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm very wealthy. I would never. What, what is a diner? <laughs> <laughs> is that like a uh, four star restaurant for poor people? <laughs> right. And instead of steaks, there's uh, worse steaks, <laughs> worse steaks. That <laughs> yes. is accurate, actually. It's yeah, no, accurate. No, I know. I know. I'm ever not trying a... to say I like diners. I go to diners. I'm just saying, she looks ridiculous in that. The How outfit.
0: dare you? That she looks fantastic in that outfit.
2: What are you? What is this extra grinding? I don't know. I, don't I think it's an just, I just grinding. think, I it's, think he likes you're her. just saying ridiculous thing. Do you like, Hermione, Do you like,
0: like Veronica? Veronica's mom? She seems like a nice lady. Oh, I nice like the lady fact that a nice uh, lady. Uh, I just like the fact that you know she's rolling up her sleeves and getting stuff done, taking well, care of business.
1: To be fair and seriously, I think they did establish that nobody wanted her to work for them because of because whatever of went. Yeah, the yeah, scandal that went scandal. down. Right. I guess, uh, yeah,
2: Frank Andrews did. Yeah, that. yeah, I mean,
1: and she went. So, so get vet. off her back. <laughs> Jesus, Pete. Wow. Pete. Oh, my God. You're a right, real dying fetishist. In, I want to talk about the newspaper a little bit more. because Great. The Blue and Gold? The, is that what it's called? The Blue and Gold? Uh, Betty is editor-in-chief, and Jughead is her only reporter, and nobody else works at the student newspaper, and they're breaking all these investigative reports. What do you think about Betty, Betty and Jughead uh, ace reporters? Just as a general concept.
2: I like Jughead involved. I think Betty and Jughead is a good axis for those two to be. Yeah. Uh, I think it gives the, both of them an outlet for their like pretty intense ideas. Yeah. Uh, I think it's funny they had a whole dusty room in their school just <laughs> yeah. full of reporting things. That's
1: crazy. It's <laughs> crazy that the, the school newspaper, what did it get shut down for? What? Whatever, what lack of scandal,
2: obviously. Lack of scandal. I no, worked... They broke Watergate back in the... Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. came out of... Uh, Woodward and Bernstein worked at right. the Blue, Riverdale Blue and Gold. Yeah. And uh, then they, they got carried out. That was
1: the up. original
2: uh, triangle with Deep Throat. Yeah. It in the <laughs> Deep of that Throat they were was both... Archie. Yeah, they were and, both involved. Woodward and Bernstein. Yeah. Obviously, Bernstein, clear Veronica. Uh, Woodward, classic Betty, straight <laughs> as an arrow. And, yeah, uh, I was always more of a Woodward than a Bernstein. <laughs> totally, totally,
1: totally. Uh, yes. Uh, no, I like the pairing, too. I mean, I, I'd i like to see more of that. This... I don't know. We're, we're getting towards the ending, and we're going to talk about the ending a little bit, but to be this almost started to feel like it was setting up kind of a Buffy dynamic where every episode they're going to solve mysteries as newspaper reporters. Yeah. I'm totally into that. I'm a total sucker for that.
2: Well, mm-hmm. I hope they don't do it. It's a little much to have it be turned into, like, uh, Baby the Newsroom. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I don't want that, but newsroom. I do like the idea that you guys get, like, sort of mediocre shows from, from HBO. Sure, sure, summers. sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think that it's a good— Dream on. Yeah, go. Wow. Oh, digging oh, deep. Oh, man. Uh, I think I don't want to see that every episode, but it's a nice thing for like for as an information for
0: now. Yeah,
1: it almost feels like these first three episodes, they're trying out what kind of show this is, which is a pretty typical thing for yeah. a first season show. But the pilot, like we had talked about during the first episode or like a second episode of the podcast was... Very much establishing the situation of the characters. The second episode was bringing together the core quattro of Jughead and Archie and Betty and Veronica. And now they're just trying a different format, like a different, different ideas, pushing the darkness and the weirdness to see how much it works. So it'll be curious. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it turns out. In the well, next And
2: episode. that's one of the reasons I think this episode felt weird is it felt like procedural much more yep. than the first two, and I was I didn't love it. It felt a little like oh, this is like uh, the Monster of the Week episode where it's this football player guy.
1: Right. You had the clear A story and B story, which broke up into Jughead going after Dilton Doiley and Betty and Veronica trying to take down this football scandal, which we haven't really explained yet, and we'll get to in a second. Yeah. Um, versus it was much more soap opera y the first couple of episodes, I think. Right. right. Definitely. Right. Okay. Well, let's talk about the scandal. So Chuck. Captain of the football team, son of the coach, giving everybody sticky maples.
2: So, yeah, uh, Chuck goes out. He's a very active dater. (laughs) Uh, He's out there just meeting ladies, and he brags about his sexual conquest via Instagram, which is fucked
0: up. Yeah, Yeah, also in a Playbook. He's, and, also, uh,
2: what what are what are they even doing? I mean, I know we talked
1: about this before, but what is like? Oh man! Oh, I put. Do they have a maple syrup filter
2: on Instagram? What is happening? Oh, to be fair, he is a Photoshop whiz. Oh sure, yeah, he's doing a lot of the work for the blue and gold. I think he does. Right, a lot he of was work.
1: up all night doing
2: that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, that's what again. That's, it felt a little fake. Uh, that whole thing. But then they find out that they had the football team is keeping this uh, book of all their conquests. They mm-hmm. rate all the women that they uh, have yeah. some sort of... Because they didn't mention sex, really. It's much more right. like uh, plus one for she's the new girl and all this. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting thing, right? That we're dealing with Archie comics, which...
1: Are relatively speaking, sex three, sex, sex three, sex three. That's
2: <laughs> triple sex. <laughs> sex one, <laughs> sex two. Uh, what? what about
0: sex? Three, 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 three? What, were, what did you mean by that? I honestly don't even know. <laughs> okay, sex free. Well, uh,
2: but the sex-free. Archie comics are very like yeah. very sanitized. They're right. very like I like you. Let's maybe kiss
0: is on the cheek. The yeah, dark this is, side of Archie. though. This is though. the
1: dark side. It's pushing it. We've seen the characters wandering around in their underwear or topless. In the case of Archie, right? Pete, yep, right? Just yep. like sweaty and hot and like don't don't try dry. to bring me. into I'm that just shit. saying. It's you keep bringing it's, it up. Yeah, yeah hot you, guy. No, like he, you brought it up. You brought it up. No,
0: no way. So,
1: but so you have all of that. But then they pull back and have a stick. I don't know what else to our point earlier that they necessarily would say, but it's a weird thing for them not to mention sex in the book.
2: Yeah, or in the show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. I will say they are like they're like that whole scene so the to, to if you guys catching up what we're talking about, the they, Betty and Veronica plot to get Chuck back for all of his uh, – all this terrible which is shit he's doing. Which is great move. And they trap him um, in a hot tub where it seems like they're going to have a threesome. Right. So like for them to be like, oh, this isn't sexy, but it's like, oh, but these two girls are in their underwear and are about to get in a hot tub with you. It's like what – they're really striding the line and in a way that I like. I like the idea that it, this show is rooted in Archie Comics, which is mm-hmm. like, go gosh golly, let's go do this. And it's also like, well, no, kids who are in high school – are having sex. There's gestures toward a bunch of alcohol also in this. They straight up drug this guy, Yeah, which is crazy, in a drink that is, they don't mention alcohol, but it, it right. looks like alcohol.
1: It's one of those weird, it's not really a CW thing, but it is one of those weird teen soap things where often they have to thread the line, and it, it's strange... It's strange to have something like that now because I do feel like teen soaps have broken so many barriers. They, they can talk about abortion. They can have a character, yeah. a teen character, go and get an abortion. They can have sex. They can talk about different types of sex. They can talk about LGBTQ sex. Um, all of that stuff is not off the table when it comes to a CW show. So it's strange to have them backing off in a certain way. But I guess it's because of those Archie roots.
2: But, uh, I, I, but I'm saying I think that's that's interesting. That, yeah. Highlights the the edge that they're pushing. They're pushing on two edges: the 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 straight as an arrow, uh, like origins of Archie, and right. this new take where there's like there's murder, there's sex, there's all these but things.
0: But the important thing that they tackled in this episode is that you know, in our society of this bullshit, boys can be boys. It's important that you do step forward and and stand and say, hey, this happened. You know, so I thought it was really awesome that they in this episode, you know, they kind of they all stood together and said, this isn't right. We're not going to stand for this. So they put an end to it. And who cares if he's the captain of the football team and his dad's the coach? You can't do shit like this. So I thought it was really awesome that, yes, they can't talk about sex and all that. But they all were like, no, we've all been hurt. So it ends now. Yeah. That I, was awesome. I
2: mean we all I think we all are In agreement there And obviously we're in agreement with The best way to teach Anyone a lesson Is to drug them And nearly drown them Yes that's true that's Sometimes how you, guys, you
1: gotta go And do stuff like that Alright yeah. That's how you guys Taught me that lesson That one time Yeah that's <laughs> yeah. true, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So thank you mm-hmm. Uh One of the women that we get to meet this episode is Barb. Barb shows up. Barb. Barb. Shannon Purser from Stranger Things. It
0: was a very Barb kind of. She was just as a little. Yeah. the
2: closest thing to being Barb as possible (laughs) (laughs) on television.
1: Right. But another redhead. So things are getting super weird, I think. Uh, But what did you think about this? So she shows up as somebody who is going to go on the record for Betty about this weird book that the football team has because they previously victimized her. She only shows up a little bit. But what was your thought? Uh, how would you feel about
2: her performance, Pete?
0: Oh, it was great. It was great to see her, and I was very happy with the part and what what she kind of stood for.
2: I will say I've been down on their pop culture references in the show a lot. Yep. But hashtag justice for Ethel was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty great.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wonder it's if smart. they had that in the script, or, or they, they got Chad and
2: and added it on. I, it must have been right. I got it's such a good like. Just for Barb, just for Ethel, like it. it was just such a perfect uh, bit, of, bit of writing. I think the way Ethel enjoys Betty's like pretty aggressive treatment of Chuck, yeah, makes me think she's suspicious. Ethel, like, is suspicious. Like, she is like watching Betty sort of sort of almost drown uh, Chuck, and yeah. she's like smiling. Yeah, like she's got some sort of like evil streak in her. And that was that. hands down my favorite shot in the entire episode. Yeah. So
1: she it's clearly this weird random insert shot that they got later yeah. where they have Shannon Purser just pop her head out of a door, evilly smile and then sink backwards. Yeah. It, I laughed out loud when I saw that. I yeah, thought no, that was amazing.
2: It was cool. We are going to see more of Ethel in, over the course of these episodes. We are? We are? I believe uh, I think Shannon Purser has said she's not in the show a bunch, but she's in a few episodes. OK, nice. so I think she'll be back. Uh, maybe she's going to have a larger role in this uh,
1: plot. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think this, getting back to all the women banding together, what was great about this episode and what's been clear about the show so far is Betty and Veronica and Cheryl Blossom are so much stronger than almost any other element of the show. Like, there's stuff that's good in it, but they are clearly the predominant part and as much as they can keep pushing that is great um, I think adding in Ethel and other female characters like her just help flesh out the world and make it more interesting and more fun to uh, hang out in Yeah. to that point we got a lot more Josie and the Pussycats this episode Pete yes. as their number two fan <laughs> after Rosario Dawson yep. what did you nice. think about them in this episode?
0: Well I thought it was great because at first I just thought that Josie was c- too cold for no reason. Like, I understand she's serious about her music and love that dedication. Sure, as are we. Yeah. Uh, But it was nice to see that uh, the relationship uh, was bridged and and it became a little stronger. And I felt like he did a good job of contributing to the song. He tried
2: to invert verses two and three. Yeah. Josie was loving that
0: shit. Archie, I'm just going to put this out there, is a tool.
2: Yeah. He
1: is (laughs) such a dude tool. He's a fanboy.
2: Like, he was sitting there like,
1: yeah, I, but his delivery too. I mean, I don't want to insult him too much, but his delivery, I'm like, oh, maybe we should invent verses two and three.
2: Yeah, he sounds like he's never been heard a song
0: before in his life yeah. when he's at this. He's I just to discovering else. music. Okay, cut him yeah. some slack. This
1: is not one of my favorite words, but uh, a friend of mine described it this way to me, and it's totally accurate. He's a fuckboy.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's like this blank, sort of just like heaving, shirtless man <laughs> who's just like, what, did I, what can I do right now for you? Yeah. You guys watch your music. Hey, how about paintings so?
1: on his skin? What do you think? Paintings on his skin.
2: Not my favorite lyric, lyrical choice. No,
1: not really. Uh, what? Well,
2: uh, Josie and the Pussycats? They're crushing it when it comes yeah. to bookings. They're booking like one oh gig
1: a week. Oh my God. They're... Uh, yeah, they doing <laughs> really a really good job. I don't know one songs 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 at a the the time, time. They but, book yeah. one
2: great gig a week. It's yeah. crazy. There
1: was... Uh, Josie explained why they're called Josie and the Pussycats in this episode, yeah. uh, and she said it's because we have to crawl our way into the same rooms you can just waltz into. Yeah, it yeah. was awesome. What'd you think about that? That was cool. Yeah, you like I that mean, explanation? It was powerful. I loved it. Yeah. What about you? I Josie?
2: never thought of pussycats as the most clawing animals. Yeah, crawling though. She said crawling.
1: Crawling. I don't. Yeah, I don't think pussycats really crawl. No, they claw. If she had said something like. We have to roll around in a cute little fuzzball and charm you the, yeah. the same way into the same rooms you can waltz into. It's not as yeah. powerful. Yeah. I'm, it wouldn't have been this powerful but it wouldn't mean. We're gonna sense. bat
2: around the earth like we bat around a little ball of yarn. <laughs> um we're gonna hang in there.
1: Let's so let's talk about Betty's transformation in this episode going yeah. full hulk
0: as things go. So this is something. This isn't been... full transformation. We're still I mean, tip of the iceberg. I I'm mean, she you.
1: kind of is having blackouts and going crazy. So that's uh, pretty. That's what happens
0: when you go into a rage. Jesus when you Christ. put on a
2: wig and go crazy. Yeah.
1: So we've had this thing running under the surface. Something happened with her sister Polly and Jason Blossom. Polly is in a mental institution, I think. That's what, we've or been we told.
0: believe.
1: We haven't seen her necessarily. But this episode, like we talked about, Betty puts on Polly's lipstick. And then when they lure Chuck to Ethel's house, comes out and thinks she's Polly. Well, yeah. What do you think about this? So she's wearing the black
0: wig. She's wearing the lingerie. I just figured she, it out. She's actually Polly and Betty's in the um, Do you think what, so? That's, yeah. what I, that's I thought that, too. I was like, yeah. is Betty Polly?
2: Yeah. It's a little.
0: Because Betty would go to a mental institution for her sister.
2: Oh, you think she, like, went there instead of yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, Betty's Alice Cooper is so, so crazy acting like one of what if one of the secrets is that uh, Betty, like Polly is bet Like they're, they're just one. Per- they've never been two people. They're just that one would person. be
1: crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that I mean, would also
2: haven't you said that Betty probably killed Jason? My guess so far has been that uh, Betty. Yeah, is, if she's is not illicit, on her meds.
0: Maybe she doesn't know who she is. I
2: think she's having there's some sort of to me some sort of break happening in her and I think we saw that in this episode where she like had a, a, a full on blackout
1: so here's the only thing going against that theory that's really interesting by the way but people have talked about Polly to Betty so do people really see Betty with a wig and think she has a sister named Polly
2: well maybe she, maybe Betty before she, when she was Polly I mean I'm, I'm not saying this is definitely going <laughs> to sure. happen but if we're mm. uh, uh, throwing out a uh, Weird theories, like what if Betty used to have black hair? Right, she was Polly, and she's dyed her hair now, and she's the sister. Like, and I don't want to always compare the show to Twin Peaks, but in Twin Peaks they brought in uh, Laura Palmer's cousin, and she Uh was like a main character, and it was the same actor. Yep, and it wasn't about. It was like I don't want to spoil that show either, but uh, a lot of the characters were like very confused and off put by her because she looks so much like
0: yeah. know, and it's you know sometimes if you're really not paying attention you can mistake people like uh the other day I was walking on the street and there was a, a pile of garbage out of flannel glasses and I thought it was you and I was talking to <laughs> for like it ten what? minutes and then I'm like oh What did is I new do to you? you? <laughs> what have I ever done to you?
2: And let me say, Pete, oh if, if you talk to a pile of garbage for ten minutes,
1: <laughs> you you have issues. Yeah, that's also. on you. Yeah. That's on you, buddy. All right, so I think we solved uh, what's going on with Betty and Polly. That was what, a crazy scene, though. A crazy scene,
2: yep. and if the, I don't know if you noticed at the end, the wig is still in Betty's locker. She's like the Polly the poly persona, no matter where who she ends up. Right. She brings Polly Polly's Pocket there. with her. Yeah, Polly's in the pocket. Yeah, I think. Do you think she
1: actually is having some sort of dissociative thing, and did not know that when she forced Chuck into the water? She was screaming, "Jason, apologize, Jason."
2: Uh, no, I think that was a a break. I think that was. You like, think she, she actually was, had a break? Yeah. Okay. Because I think that's. Uh, well, I'll save it for later. I think she's
0: just really memories. into character. You know, she's just like you
2: know. She's a classically trained actor. <laughs> yes, so exactly. I understand that. I appear into characters. A lot. I have a black wig that I could put on and just become. Do um, you
0: keep it in your pocket? Yeah, I can
2: become Jason. All uh, right. Well, Jason let's
1: talk out. about. Uh, actually, we should talk very quickly about the end of this plot line. So Chuck and the rest of the football team who are involved in this book all got kicked off of the football team. Uh, and Jughead's narration says that there would be terrible consequences for this. What do you think the terrible consequences? Their be?
0: football program is just going to go on. The, <laughs> well, they're you know, gonna lose yeah, they're going to lose states. They're going to lose scholarships. You know, the, you know they're the, they're the funding. It definitely sounds like what Jughead would be most concerned yeah, about. The funding is gone. Um, I mean... Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, I don't know. They don't give us any sort of clue what that could mean. I yeah. mean, I feel like it means there's they want revenge. Yeah, that's right. what it uh, felt
0: like. Like they're gonna do something awful to get. Yeah,
2: perhaps to Archie, right, uh, or, or someone. Else. Or I, feel yeah. like, or well, I, I feel like Veronica. Well, I feel like. Or me, that dusty
0: room where the computers are. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know. They might shut down the blue and gold, which yeah. would be
2: a nightmare for uh, the They'll newspaper They'll tackle fans. it. Right. They're breaking so many stories. Them getting revenge, because Archie's still on the football team. Right. But them getting some sort of revenge on... Yeah, especially how did if- Archie
0: not know about this book thing?
2: Yeah, what's up with Archie? He's just like oh, that's a good question. I mean, yeah. maybe because he's a new guy, they yeah. haven't really
1: brought him in on it yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day they were like, "Hey, Archie, do you want any pancakes?" Wink, wink, and he's like, "No, I'm not a big fan of maple." Yeah, and then exactly. they're like, "Oh, he's not gonna like sticky maple." Yeah,
2: he's more of a savory guy, right? He likes crepes with uh, st- other stuff, in it. M- mushroom and Swiss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Dude. Yeah,
1: give her a sticky mushroom and yeah. Swiss. Yeah, oh, that's, please. That's let's, what they do in Europe. Let's not yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, Alex, you're really behaving like a real pile of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, let's talk about the B-plot. Oh, well, let me just say, back on that, I love that Jughead does that. That, to me, is one of my favorite things about this show, is when they throw these weird clues in because right. like a shot of them walking down the hallway and saying like the consequences of that are devastating I'm like oh, I'm coming back <laughs> for more you're right I got a little yeah. taste in my mind and I, I just love that
0: Yeah, I just because anyway. she was eating
2: well, a burger talk.
1: while he was saying uh, you really wouldn't be pool. able to hear him speaking his line
2: uh, maybe you could get Chuck to Photoshop in a burger because you know he's very good at Photoshop yeah he's great at it
1: guys Jughead is investigating the uh, clearly insane survivalist
0: Dilton Doiley. Oh my God! Yeah. How is this guy in charge? <laughs> Every this ex- guy is
2: insane. We just had so much time talking about how crazy Betty is. Dilton's D- running a survivalist. <laughs> th- yeah, th- he's <laughs>
0: shooting <laughs> guns in front of kids. Like what? The- <laughs> he is a kid.
2: He's a kid.
1: He, he's the same yeah. age. He's and not like uh, he's in charge. On the, it looks
0: like he's in charge. We have talked a lot. We
1: actually didn't talk about Grundy at all yet. But You should
0: leave your kids alone with this guy. We talked about how
1: Grundy is probably, up until this point, the most unnecessary revamp. That it doesn't really make sense to have like, kind of kindly old woman suddenly be like, hot, sexy teachers. Fuck it, Archie. Yeah. But... Dilton Doily is worse. Yes. It's, it's just, just it, he's a nerd in the comics. Like, yeah. he's a ridiculous nerd. Here, he's an insane survivalist who's like, we need guns. We all have to get our guns.
2: Uh, I mean, I, I will say that. I've met
0: nerds like that.
2: I, yeah. I prefer if he was like, I'm a fun inventor who invents. Like, Dilton casually invents time machines and shit. <laughs> like, right. We can't do that in this show. Yeah. So. Can and that's, a, that's an extreme choice for the comics. Mm-hmm. They made an equally extreme choice in a, like, a fun, I, I, don't, I like it. I like the choice. It's just I'm surprised how extreme I've, they went.
0: I think it. maybe that's why we didn't find the body till a, le- a week later is because he invented a time machine, and he tried to go back to oh, save right. the fact that uh, he actually uh-huh. shot him accidentally, mm. like it ricocheted off of something. Right, and right. It killed that him. makes sense. yeah. yeah. Here's the thing that bothered me
1: about this storyline is how it makes the whole first three episodes really weird and circular, particularly when it comes to this, that we knew Jason Blossom had died. We find out there's a gunshot wound in his head that ties into, oh, God, Grundy and Archie at 6 a.m. heard this gunshot. Oh, God, they can't tell. They can't tell. And finally, Archie fesses up about the gunshot. We find out it was actually Dilton Doily just shooting a gun, which doesn't connect to anything. But because Yet. he was there shooting the gun, that's how he saw Grundy's car. Yeah. So it's just this, it's this weird storytelling thing where it starts with Grundy and Archie, and in a circular way it comes back. But it's more like I don't know. It feels like it's bouncing back and forth.
2: It's a little weird. It feels a little reckless. Yeah. The storytelling because if I. In, a, in other television shows, they would do, we're like, but Archie, we heard the gunshot. And at the end of that episode, we'd find out that it was just Dilton's gunshot. Right. Or it would be like, but we heard the gunshot. And we would find out at the end of the plot where it's like, no, no, that was Dilton's gunshot, where they're tying it all together. To right. hear about it, it's a little like weird and laddery. But I like, think we don't, don't have all the information
0: category. yet. So it might make more sense once we have that.
2: Well, but I'm saying what they're doing is closing the loop on the gunshot that, right. that Grundy and Archie heard. They're saying, like, oh, it's di- they, they've explained it away, and they, that's gotten us to the car thing. It reminds me, again, hopefully it won't be like this, of Lost, where they would just be like, oh, what if the polar bear is just this? And it's like, and then we never find it. This polar bear seems so important, and it was like, oh, it just happened to be there. Right. And like that's what this it seems casual, yeah, and when I agree. you're when you're writing something like this, you want everything to mean something important, and it feels a little tossed off, right, exactly.
1: It feels like a way of it the other cliffhangers that we've gotten so far have all been about the murder, and this one is about putting Jughead in the uncomfortable position of he, he knows why Grundy's car was there, and he knows what was going on, but he can't tell Betty. Without ruining Betty and Archie's relationship, so it's a little more of a soap opera twist plot point than to the murder thing, and maybe that's another reason it feels so weird. What do you think what?
0: Jughead's going to do? I, I think, think it's he's, the right I, thing because gonna I think he's going to publish right. and ruin uh, <laughs> the relationship. Yeah. Oh my god! Wow, Jesus!
2: Because he believes in good journalism. Yep. Also,
1: Dilton Doiley would be ruined if people found out he was. He should gun. be. That guy is a psycho.
2: I got to say, in that scene, the last – so the last scene is when Dilton's in the Blue and Gold office. His Jughead and Betty are interviewing him, and mm-hmm. he uh, reveals that he saw Grundy's car there. I had a weird deja vu when I was watching that scene, uh-huh. and I don't know why. So like, Wait, really? Yeah, like I was
0: like, fuck. Wait, I... did you – were you by a river when someone was murdered?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was oh, having no. sex with my high school, the hottest <laughs> high school teacher. In the school. Like
1: literally, that's ever existed. Yeah, right. No, yeah. no, that doesn't happen. No, that's good. No. Uh, so she was molesting
2: you. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had half a dozen in one side and six in the other. What's that saying?
1: <laughs> Is that was that a sex move? Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's sex three. <laughs> that's so 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 sex three. <laughs> uh, so I, that's weird déjà vu there. I don't know what that means. Uh, that's just something personal. But um, yeah, why
0: would you bring that up?
2: Because it's weird. Okay. Uh I don't know what Jughead's going to do. I think – but, to, oh, to your point about the – I like where we are with Jughead Betty. That yep. situation is is great for the next few episodes. Yeah. So I don't mind if it was a little bit of a shitty
1: – Yeah, it's – that was my main problem with this episode in general is it felt like it was kind of just coming around to stuff. Pete is giving me the finger right now. Coming around to some stuff to just – it, it, it felt creakier, the storytelling yeah. in general, than the first two episodes. So hopefully it'll get back in the next one. Uh, speaking of getting back real quick, Grundy yeah. and Archie are back together. She's giving him lessons, but the only lessons they're getting are fucking lessons
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's part a lot of music musicians learn through sex, right, so I think that's totally normal. yeah that's
0: legit that's a little legit uh, right? I mean I
2: played the flute when I was a kid, so this is
1: still I very can't... weird to me they're them being together is very weird to me. them having a relationship
2: is very weird to me. How are you guys feeling about it? uh well, Grundy has only ever done the same thing in every interaction where she's just like hyper stressed out. And then she kisses Archie. <laughs> like yeah. I, I want her to do something different. Yes. She, the first shot where we see her when she's driving the car, she's got her sunglasses down yeah. in, the, in the pilot. Like that was great. She seemed like she's got she's got this party girl side. We haven't seen any of that, so I I want to see that dynamic to explain why she's behaving this way a little more because it's a right. little crazy. The interesting thing I thought was uh, Grundy talking to uh, Frank Andrews, Archie's Fred dad, Andrews. at you, the Fred,
0: Luke Barry. Right?
2: Fred, Fred, oh, Fred, not Fred. Fred sorry. Yeah, Fred, uh, Luke Perry, as Thank we you. know. Yeah. Uh, where Fred? They're at the uh, Taste of Riverdale, yeah, and Archie's was tense. Archie was grounded, yep. and uh, Fred's like, "My son likes music. Is he gonna have a career?" And Granny's like, "Yes," which that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say that. She said he's got, got very hard, got and he go. started late, but. Better to try. She, he said, will he make a living at it? And she said she gave him an affirmative answer. She wants to fuck his son. Yeah.
0: Also, also, maybe him. Also, yeah. I felt really bad for Luke Perry at the end of the episode. Why? Because he. Oh, no. he's, he's opened up when he but, used to be super famous. No, because he opened up and decided that he's going to embrace this musician. He's like building the soundproof room. But then once he finds out that he fucked Miss Grundy, he's going to lose his mind. He's going to tear down that That's room. what the soundproof room is for. No. That's a sex
2: room. <laughs> that's, a, that's a garage for sex. I just yep. felt
0: bad for Luke Perry because once he
1: finds out the truth, he's going to be too. very Me too. I also mad. feel very bad for Luke Perry. Uh, let us know if you feel bad for Luke Perry by writing us at at gmail.com Before we go, there's a couple of things that we should talk about. Yeah. All right. First of all, this episode, Betty or Veronica? Whose side are you on? Pete. Pete.
0: I'm I'm all Betty all, all the time. Yeah, I did, like, I almost want to say Veronica because she, like, lost a little bit and kind of really put it out there, and I was very happy for that. Yeah.
1: What about you, Justin, Betty or Veronica? Um, Cheryl. What? what? I'm pro Cheryl now. <laughs> what are you talking about? Betty and, and Veronica
2: are, they're great. Right now, we're only setting the stage. They're too similar in their... Oh in the You're way ridiculous. they are in the show.
0: You're like, ridiculous.
2: I'm not seeing a lot from them.
0: Dude, one of them is like Veronica kind of has her stuff together and Betty's holding on by thin thread that is unraveling very fast and you think they're too similar.
2: I'm just saying Archie is not involved in any of that.
0: Archie. So Archie Archie, so who, Archie much more in this? You've lost me. I'm not. We asked you a question about two people and then you said a crazy redhead. Cheryl. Ethel.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm Betty. Our, I'm Betty. If we're going to choose between Betty and Veronica if this episode, we're going Betty and Veronica. I'm Veronica. I thought Veronica was uh, was great in this episode. Yep. Yeah. Really? Uh,
1: I, she didn't make much of an impression. I mean, what in this are you episode? talking
2: about? Well, I think that may be a hangover. But you're Betty. Yeah, I know, but well, I also love Bro- I, also Veronica. Veronica. You can't say bad things about Veronica. He's a real Archie in this situation. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Veronica. Veronica did a fair amount. It's just Betty was acting crazier. Yeah, and yeah. she has more like solo scenes. But Veronica, like I think she was out there doing the right thing, and she's also like, "Yo, Betty, cool stop him. drowning that." Yeah, day. <laughs> yeah. She's like,
1: "Yo, yeah, don't murder that letter. guy." Yeah. Yo, uh, get your foot off of his head. Stop giving him a sticky maple. All right. Who killed Jason Blossom? Now, again, we're very close to the point where uh, um, you guys are catching up to me, so I'm going to hopefully join in on this very soon. But the last episode that I'm going to recuse myself from this, what do you guys think? What's your theory? Who killed Jason Blossom? Justin,
2: I think uh, Polly did and by that i mean betty in the polly i've always positioned wow. betty and betty's mom as right. very close to this murder okay uh, and i think betty psychotic break polly is going to be very much involved in this i will
1: say now that we know she doesn't remember the points when she's polly definitely supports that theory quite a bit
2: yeah. interesting said it from the
0: Cheryl beginning. all day still? Or day still why do you think Cheryl
1: what's your evidence?
0: cuz she lies all day and they dress similar and she's creepy and there's a lot going on there. She
2: dresses like her brother? That's what she They did
0: them. this whole like dress up I'm going to murder you thing. They feel like like those creepy twins you see in horror movies. You think maybe those she's twins usually don't kill each other? You
2: think maybe she's just Jason in a wig? Oh, uh, that's pretty good. Interesting.
1: All right. I'm going to go with Dalton Doyle, I think. Dil- yeah. Doily. No, I don't know. Um
0: all right, guys. I'm, I'm
2: very curious to hear Because it was some a
0: headshot. I think he he sniped him.
2: He was tied up when he was shot. So that's easy to get a headshot when your target is tied to a chair. <laughs> whatever
0: <laughs> it's I still think uh doily or whatever his name Dil- is. Delta doily. Yeah. Headshot, dude. All right, guys.
1: Doyley. Thank you so much for listening to Riverdale After Dark. If you'd like to check out our live show, as mentioned, it's every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. in New York, totally free. We also have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash comic book club, where you can check it out, support the shows. We do shows now. So many. Now
2: and for the last 10 years.
1: Yeah, there you go. So you can support that. Uh, And we'll see you guys next week for Riverdale After Dark. Justin?
0: Give me that sticky maple, Polly! (laughs) <laughs> oh my Shut up.